Hello and welcome back to Our Week in Film. I'm Zach. And I'm Kevin. And in today's riveting episode of Our Week in Film, we have so many fun things to talk about. Isn't that right, Kevin? That's right. Zach. All the movies we watched. Me, me. I specifically watched the movie The Farewell, this week's recommendation. We're going to have movie trivia. We're going to read our emails, the thousands and thousands of emails we got this yes, week. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, let's not delay any longer, all right? Okay. Are you ready for your weekly movie trivia? I'm ready as I'll ever be. Here is your quote. Oops. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I could not tell you. That is a quote from the 1976 film directed by the same guy who directed Nashville, I believe. Yes. Network. It's Network. It's the movie Network. Uh, famous quote from the movie Network. Uh, so... That is our weekly movie trivia. Another week, another massive disappointment on Kevin's part. You well, did not get you that don't one. pick any movie that I've ever heard. Actually, I take it completely back. That is not directed by the guy who directed Nashville. That's directed by Sidney Lumet, who directed Solving Your Men. Mm. So, uh... Just horrible. You just lost all your cred, dude. Yeah, I, I really did. Someone... The guy who directed Nashville... I think, I think the guy who directed Nashville also directed uh, Out of Africa, is what I'm thinking of. Maybe? No, that's also not true. All right, well, I guess I'm just an uh, absolute idiot. Robert Altman directed Nashville. Anyways, uh, what film did you watch? Uh, for the 21st. What's the, first, what's the first film you watched this weekend? The Big Lebowski. Oh, my gosh. Rewatched it. Classic film. Third time I've seen it. I've seen it two times. What did you think of it this time? I, I just absolutely love it each time. It's, it's just... a all-time classic. Makes me laugh to no end. Donnie is just the best. Every time it's comedic gold. Did you just watch it by yourself? Watched it all by myself in my new projector. Yeah, you haven't even talked about this on the on the pod, as on the, the kids pod. say. You haven't yes. even told the viewers at home about your brand new projector. Yeah, I uh, I I got a projector and and it projects onto the screen in my room, and it looks pretty cool. The frame rate's a little bit slow, but it's not too bad. You know, eventually I'll get a better one, but it's just a nice starter uh, setup. I just wanted to get my foot in the door, you know, mm. have, have my own home theater. The and I am also not sleeping on a bed anymore because there's no space because of the projector and the screen and everything. So I sleep on the floor in a corner of my room, just on a bale of blankets. That's actually a really sad story, Kevin. I really, uh, really feel bad for you. Actually, I don't because you brought this upon yourself. Well, every day I go, man, a bed would be so much more comfortable than this. <laughs> yep. Well, anyone who knows me knows I also like the Big Lebowski because I dressed up for him for sure. Halloween, and um, I had a lot of fun doing it. And I pr- carried around in my I carried around a little a little metal suitcase, and inside I had a I had a mason jar filled with uh, coffee and and a mason jar filled with almond milk. And every time I sat down for a class, I took out both mason jars and I unscrewed them and I poured a little bit of almond milk and poured a little coffee and I made a Kahlua fake Kahlua. But then I, when I was wow. in English class. My English teacher said, you know, there's no beverages allowed in here. And I said, oh, shoot. So then I chugged it really quickly, and I, and I wasted one. Well, that's The Big Lebowski. Any other comments about it? It's a great movie. All-time classic. Any, anyone like anyone who hasn't seen it deserves to watch it right away. Or should watch it right away. Um, so, uh, right. next up, what did you watch? Or Well, the first film I watched was on the 25th, so... Really? Yes. Wow. I, I watched Birdman next. Mm-hmm. With the unexpected virtue of... Another rewatch. Sure do like to rewatch movies on your projector. Yeah, it's great. I recommend that you don't want rewatch enough movies. Rewatching adds just another layer of understanding and depth to the film. 
Why would I rewatch re an ad? I didn't say rewatch an ad. Yeah, you said rewatching ads really adds a. That's funny. Uh, yeah, Birdman's great. It's my masterpiece. One of the best movies ever made, in my opinion. It's one of my favorites of all time. I just can't get enough of it. The cinematography is impeccable. All the acting works so well. It's just a masterfully directed film. Everything works. It's just so it's such precision. Like I'm just I would just watch the movie and I thought just about how much precision and effort had to go into every single frame of blocking and everything to fit that film just because of how how long the takes were and how much it's just such a masterfully made film and I love it dearly I'd agree with everything you just said there we, we watched this film for the first time together remember I watched and, a bit of it for the first time I, with you and I left upstairs and I watched it in the morning after that oh you I did I didn't want to watch it with you oh why you're being annoying oh was I Think how so you were like upstairs you were in the kitchen not really watching it I was like this is annoying mm, I was actually watching it intently just that I was also in the kitchen uh, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot that night, and my dad came home and he said, you watched Birdman? That's not a movie you would like, Zach. And I got really offended. Uh, and then, what uh, What did you watch after that? Well, Mason's seen Birdman. Do you have, I think you were, I remember you loved it. Did, do you have anything to add out of that? Any thoughts on Birdman? One of my favorites? I know you love it. We watched it together. I showed it to you. All right. Uh, after that, I guess we're just cruising through these. I watched Bubble Boy. Gina Video Depot? From Gina Video Depot. Shout out Gina Video Depot. Have you told Gina Video Depot about your podcast? I haven't, no. Uh, you should tell her. Yeah. I'm sure she'd be your number one fan. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I rented this from the video store. I watched this because um, Shane Dawson made a video uh, called like August Favorites. Many many years ago, and one of his one of his recommendations was the movie Bubble Boy. And wow. The way he talked about it was, I was like, that sounds like a very funny, uh, stupid movie. And I said, I'll, I'll check that out sometime. And I never did until now. And then also Carson Runquist, another YouTuber I like to watch his podcast. They watched the Bubble, uh, they watched Bubble Boy for it. So that was another thing, and they uh, they liked it quite a bit. So I was like, I'll check it out. When did it come out? Uh, gosh, two thousand one. So, so, Shane, so Shane Dawson watched it, uh, watched a watched a like uh, eight year old movie, and then talked about it on his show. No, it wasn't even eight year old. It was probably twenty fifteen or something. Oh my gosh, twenty fifteen! I didn't even know Shane Dawson did those in twenty sixteen. I thought that's when he did his documentaries. No, he switched later. Uh, Bubble Boy was unexpectedly a uh, great gem. I absolutely loved it. Um, it was hilarious. It was seriously really funny. Uh, um, yeah, it was great. It's an adventure movie starring Jake Gyllenhaal, where he is. The whole shtick is he was born with a an immunity disorder, so he is, has no immunities. So he has to be in a bubble his entire life, or else he'll die. Basically, the gimmick of it, and kind of like the guy from um, Robert Rodriguez's uh, shorts. Oh yeah, yeah. What? I mean, the Robert Rodriguez's shorts. shorts. The guy, they go to his house and they have to like disinfect. They have to like disinfect to themselves because they can't go in. And the guy, he stays at his house his whole life and he leaves, and he leaves his house at, in the movie. Hmm. I don't remember that. Mm. Probably because you haven't. You're not a shorts. You're not a <laughs> shorts short mega decade. fan like I am. Anyways, yeah, but it was great. Jake Gyllenhaal was really funny. Just the just the entire plot was great. There was there was a lot of. Um, like it's in a classic adventure movie. You run into a lot of different characters on the way, 
and all those characters came back at the end in like in a great way and I I just loved it. It was it was great. It was, it was extremely entertaining and I laughed. I loved. I lied. I died. I cried. I pooped and I farted. And the all in all at once. Just Bubble Boy is great. Wow. Eight out of ten. Probably a bit higher than te- it deserves in a technical sense, but I just I just loved it. That's all right. We all we all give our own ratings. Well. Uh, and then uh, what else? Only on the 23rd at this point, so... Next, I watched Ted on the 24th. Ted, starring... This was my triple feature day. Marky Mark. Starring Mark Wahlberg, my Lacunas. Of Wahlberger fame. Yeah, I had... I had I, my triple feature, actually, I actually had something very similar in common with all of them. Ted has my Lacunas, so does Forgetting Shore Marshall, which also has... Um, what? I think it's actually me Lacunas. Whatever. Me Lacunas, my Lacunas. She's really hot. I don't even know. I don't um, even know what her face looks like, but I've heard so many people talk about the name. So, yeah, she's the one. Uh, she's Jason Segel's boyfriend, girlfriend. In the movie. Mm, um, I see. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is in Ted and Adventureland, and Miley Cyrus is in Forgetting Sharon Marshall and Ted. That's a wow. Triple feature. Yeah. So Ted was absolute garbage. I hated it. It was not funny like at all. I had maybe a couple of nose exhales. Mm-hmm. But I don't really count that as actual laughter, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, it's just not funny at all. Um, I guess I'll give it a little bit of credit for... It had a bit of a like a serious um, kind of story arc towards the end. I predicted, I said, I'm, I, I, I sat down and watched it, and I said, there's going to be some serious story arc and some sad moment in the third act that's going to be all serious. And, I, and there was. I know, I guess, I mean, it was fine, but... So, I give the movie some credit for at least... Not What's... Not completely poop jokes. So, I remember at Universal, they have the Ted house. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. So, I've, al- I've always wanted to watch Ted, because I remember when the trailers first came out, I thought it looked funny. But it wasn't funny. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's just not my humor. Maybe I mean, I'm sure for a lot of people it would be. But it's just... It's just... It's about a it's immature a, humor. It's about a, a it's about a, a animated bear that goes around, but he's also uh, drinks the beer and beer swears. Life, yeah, and he's all grown up, and he's voiced by Seth MacFarlane. And he sounds exactly like Peter Griffin. Excuse me, he sounds exactly like Peter Griffin from Family Guy. And they actually made they made a joke about that in the movie. He sounds he went. I do not sound that much like Peter Griffin. It was funny uh-huh. in the movie, uh, and I was Fourth like, wall break. That's like. Just because you said that doesn't make it, make it okay that you just didn't make a new voice for your bear. Or something. <laughs> Have um, you seen Deadpool? All fourth wall breaks absolve the movie of any possible problems it could have, it's true. Kevin. It's true. Um, yeah. It's funny that I said I don't like Ted and I liked Bubble Boy because the, the offense, the humor in Ted was very offensive, but so was Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy is actually very, uh, very offensive, but it was, it just, I don't know how to explain it, it was just funnier. Who does it offend? Uh, there was a joke against against the Hindu religion. There, there's like a, an Indian man who hit, accidentally hits a cow, and he goes to the corpse of the cow, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm going to get cursed." Sorry, I, I did the accent because that's how he sounds like. I'm not being racist. <laughs> yeah, you should cut that. <laughs> um, anyways, and then so he like hits the corpse of the cow, and then it, it is it's funny, but because he's like mourning the death of the cow, and then a bunch of bikers come over and they run over the corpse of the cat and he's like oh my god and then a bus comes over and it runs the corpse of the cat and he's like oh my god god is gonna punish me so hard mm. so it's funny it's funny it's it's i guess i guess bubble boy is more stereotypical i guess and more of offensive yeah well, ted is just more straight up and just like it's 
just in bad taste. It's not, just, it's not even funny. Yeah, it's all about it's all about if it's actually funny or not. Is yeah. if is it if it, if it's not funny, then it becomes way more offensive than if it actually is funny. Because if it's not funny, then then it's just needless. But if it is, like at least it served a purpose. Yeah. Uh, so it's good. So, I'll yeah. probably watch the sequel sometime. Uh, it looks stupid, but you know. it looks stupid. Have you reached the stage of your pretentiousness where you don't watch uh, big blockbusters, Kevin, would you say? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> Not really. Uh, Good old John. Shout out to John. Thank you for the third man and my burger for and my speakers. You're the, one of the coolest guys I've ever met. Thanks for nothing, John! All right, well, uh, what did you watch after that? After that, I watched Adventureland. Uh, I liked this a lot more than I thought I would. Same with Bobo Boy. This had this had a lot of heart to it. It was... It was it was very melodramatic and it was also a comedy. It was it was very I liked it. It was funny. Jesse Eisenberg was funny. Of course, Bill Hader, my favorite, second favorite actor of all time. I think the funniest person in the world. He's in it. So obviously, him and Kristen Wiig together are dynamite, hilarious. Um, so they good. They're a good comedic relief. But I expected it to be a lot funnier. But it, as I said, it was more of a melodramatic like romance. And I, there was a great romance between Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart, and I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it's not a. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a strict comedy. It's not like an Adam Sandler movie yeah. where it's just there to be. It's just like a dancing circus. It's yeah. actually like a story. I, I went into expecting it to be a quirky like movie of like wacky things happen on a summer job, but it, it, the the fact that they work at the summer job is just they work at the summer job. There's a lot. Half of the movie is them outside of the work, just yeah. around time. So I appreciated that of the movie a lot. It was very good. It was very mature. It was a very mature film. This came out. It, didn't this come out the same exact year that Zombieland came I think out? So yeah. It's interesting how Jesse Eisenberg started in two land-related movies within the same year. I wonder if they yeah. were in any way like connected or done by the same studio or something like that. Because a bit of a freaky coincidence. Um, but yeah. Then after that, finally, I watched... Well, what, what, what day is that? It's the 24th still. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And then what did you watch? So sorry. <laughs> then finally, I watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting who? Sarah Marshall. Who? Okay. I can't remember. Um, it was great as well. Kristen Stewart was great. Russell Brand, Mila Kunis, Mila Kunis, uh, and Jason Segel. Jason Segel is, was absolutely great. I really, I really love him as an actor. He's a national treasure. Just he's such a. And he wrote the Muppets. He's just such a cutie guy. Did he really write the Muppets? Yeah, he was like he was like the one who spearheaded that whole thing. He didn't direct wow. it, but he like was the guy who was like we got to make this movie. That's cool. He's pretty much basically yeah, behind he, it. He stole the show of the Muppets. He's great in Forgetting Sir Marshall. He's great one of, in How I Met Your Mother. He's my second favorite character in How I Met Your Mother. Uh, Who's your first favorite? Barney. Oh. Even though he's a scumbag, he's quite funny. Um, yeah. It was great. Too bad I saw Jason Segel's weenus multiple times. Hmm. Um, but, you know, it happens. His rod. His rod. His dong. His dinger. His bingle. His chicken. His wood. Um, yeah. <laughs> It was great. It was funny. Uh, it had a good story to it. Um, there was a good romance to it. I was glad that he didn't get with Sarah Marshall at the end because in the beginning I was like, he's probably gonna get with her at the end. But then with who? With Sarah Marshall. Oh, okay, stop. And then, <laughs> and then about halfway through, I was like, he totally should not be with her. And then he wasn't. I was glad about that. He was with Mila Kunis, which I was happy about. They were good together. And it was has sweet, cute comedy. It was it was very mm. good. Very funny. Paul Rudd was great. There was a, there was a, so many actors. Like it was an all star cast. Yeah. Jonah Hill was in it. He's a small role. Paul Rudd is just like the surf instructor. He's really funny as him. 
they make a they make a joke in that movie about him. Paul Rudd says, "I'm 40," and he's probably late 20s or maybe mid 20s in that movie, mm. but he still looks the exact same. And everyone says that he's like he's almost 50 now. He looks the exact same. So it's funny, ironic. Um, yeah, it was great. I recommend yeah. it. I give it an eight out of ten too. Wow, I watched this movie also. I, I watched a I watched an interview with Jason Siegel, or I didn't watch it. I listened to a podcast called Bullseye with Jesse Thorne, uh, with Jason Siegel. I don't ever listen to podcasts. I only listen to one episode and with Jason Siegel, and he said that the Dracula puppet for show at the end or whatever it is, the Dracula musical, right at the end, right. Of what? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, he yeah. said that he he said that that was an actual th- thing that in real life Jason Siegel was trying to make legitimately. Wow. Jason Siegel's awesome. The, just, more I lo- the more I learn about this guy, the more I love him. Yeah, you should listen to that He's interview. Awesome. All right, so that's all the movies you watched this week. That's all I watched this week. Well, that's I guess I'll just pick off from the twenty fourth, move right onto the twenty fifth. I finally got back to my film noirs because I have three or four days to finish them. So I watched four of them uh, in a night. So the first one, uh, most of them were pretty mediocre. The final one, though, I really liked a lot. Oh, yeah. I think it's a, it's I think it's an underrated movie or underseen. It's a, only four hundred and seventy six people have seen it, but I think it's really actually quite good. So why are you even here? The first one I watched. <laughs> who are you talking to? This is my friend Mason here, who hasn't seen a single word. Just seen so you know, that Mason has been sitting here the entire time. I don't know why though. He hasn't just said anything. Uh, I don't even know so, why you're here. Uh, drive. The first one is called uh, Drive a Crooked Road. Oh, sorry. Crooked Road. Drive a Crooked Road. Starring Mickey you. Rooney. I'm not talking yet. I just want to stretch. Give me a second. Sheesh. Drive a Crooked... President of Business over here. Drive a Crooked... Okay, <laughs> a craggle, huh? Drive a Crooked Road stars Mickey Rooney. You know Mickey Rooney from The Muppets. You know Mickey Rattle? No, Mickey Rooney. You know Mickey Rooney. Get up. Get up, Kevin. You're there's someone by your side to sing. He's also yeah. in the Museum. Yeah. Yeah. He's, He's also Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney is in uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh, Thank you, Mickey. <laughs> your first words. So, yeah. So, Drive a Crooked Road is about Mickey Rooney, and he's a driver for... Uh, he, he drives race cars, and he's also a mechanic, and he gets, and he gets uh, pulled into a plot. He gets basically, essentially blackmailed to uh, commit... To be the getaway driver for a robbery, like and, and he's, he's a really he's a really kind and, and loving guy, and so he doesn't like really want to do that. Like baby driver, but uh, maybe that's what it's based on. He gets coaxed into um, falling in love with this girl who's really behind it the whole time, and Debra. so they use that girl baby to driver. they use that girl as a pawn in their scheme. Not baby driver. And um, so they say, if we, you don't drive for us, then this woman won't love you anymore, and she'll break up with you. And so kind he like does driver. it, and he makes. He make he he gets away with it, but uh, you know drama ensues after that. So yeah, uh, I gave it three stars. And What's it called again? Drive Crooked Road. Drive Crooked Road. I started this like two or three weeks ago, but I didn't finish wow. it. I watched it on the car ride home. But yeah, I liked it. Uh, didn't think it was amazing, but had a good story. Not very good characters. Uh, and then next, I watched same day I watched the movie Pushover which stars you, the one you watched for San Diego for San Diego? yeah we were going from San Diego Drive a Crooked Road oh that's what I just said I just said I watched it while we were driving Kevin. I didn't know you were talking about that time we were driving uh, a different time no so I watched uh, 
Oh my gosh, this is a terrible conversation, Kevin. Why? I'm trying to talk to you, and you keep on doing a million different things. Sorry, keep going. Pushover. I watched the movie Pushover. Pushover. Starring the same guy who was in uh, Double Indemnity, Fred McCurry. He's the lead actor of Double Indemnity. I've never heard his name. My favorite film noir, which I gave a perfect four and a half. I like Bicycle Thieves myself. What? I like Bicycle Thieves myself. Those two movies have literally nothing to do with each other. It is a noir film, that is why. Yeah. So you said, that's your favorite. I said, mine is Bicycle Thieves. Just just making, just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> Fine, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. What's even the point of this? Why don't we just cut the podcast right here? Um, I don't know. I'm actually having a great, I have a great time every week. It's your own self-consciousness. Keeps you from enjoying it every time. So, I watched the film Pushover. All right, mm-hmm. stars the same guy from Double Indemnity. Yes, Fred, Fred McCurry. This movie was nowhere near as good as Double Indemnity. In fact, I'd say it was half the man that Double Indemnity is. All right, mm-hmm. this movie is a. But the reason why I say Double Indemnity is because this movie is very similar to Double Indemnity, similar to the other movie I watched that was also similar to this, where it's a woman who has who has access to a lot of money who if who who coaxes a man into falling in love with her uh to get that money similar same plot to double indemnity different because uh, the guy is actually a police officer not an insurance agent but yeah i just thought this movie is it's interesting the plot is interesting but it only actually gets interesting at the near the end uh so the whole thing as a whole isn't really worth it um, it also just doesn't feel as, as like, like complex money? as double indemnity. It just money. feels very, it just feels this? very, uh, that's not what I was doing. This feels very simple. Okay. And what'd you, what else did you watch? Uh, I watched the movie Five Against the House. No, it's third to last one. Oh. Five Against last? the House. How many did you watch? I watched five. Jeez. I've literally talked about two, Kevin probably because you're too stuck up in your head playing with Wii motes and, and stuff that you didn't even notice. So I watched the movie Five Against the House. Oh, nice. <laughs> About a group... You think on Joe Rogan's podcast he insults his guests? Yeah, I do. He actually... If he doesn't agree with them, he will. <laughs> I watched the movie... Carson insults Jeff when he makes a joke he doesn't like? Yeah, I bet he does. I bet he does it because he's not a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I watched. I watched what the movie watch? Five Against the House. It's about five people who go against the house. Five Against the House. Oh, this is the worst podcast we've ever made. I think it's good. So, I'm enjoying myself. Uh, I'm not. I think that literally no one listens to this podcast. Is failing. It's like doomed it. from the beginning. No one even watches we're it. Nine episodes strong. I think we're doing. Isn't this fine. our eighth episode? Technically nine with zero. Shut, shut up. This episode zero doesn't count. It was, it, was your, it was your own mistake that caused episode zero to exist, you swine. <laughs> you get that all on tape? <laughs> I hope you could just put this How are we only 23 minutes this all in? unedited. I feel like it's been hours. <laughs> no. Quick bites. Ugh. Okay, Five Against the House. It's a movie about uh, a group of college kids, all right? And, 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 and... Shh. 
five of the kids. Okay, so there's four guys. They're 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 Korean War vets, all right. And they one of them is has PTSD. Mm-hmm. And so the movie starts as a movie that I really liked, and I thought I would be interested in this movie. I thought this would be like a nice, like nice underrated gem. Um, but the way it turned out, it wasn't anything like that at all. It turned into a movie about one of those guys who has PTSD going crazy and going rogue and trying to rob a bank. I'm not explaining it well at all. But anyways, all I'm trying to say is that this movie started out really good, and I thought it would be a really like nice, great, underrated gem type movie, but the, it just went in the wrong direction, I think. And it could have gone in a much better direction that was very obvious, but it went swerved off into a different direction and made the movie much worse. Uh, I do like the actors a lot, and the, I do like the, the you know character dynamics, but other than that, I thought just the story was kind of just... <laughs> swerved in the wrong direction so that's too bad to hear and the final noir film I watched I feel like you don't like a single one of these why do you even watch them uh, also I wrote a really long review I wrote like a really long yeah. review for this one if you want to read it but really. after I watch why it why are you such a after, jerk I'm saying after I watch it I will but I don't want any spoilers <laughs> why are you pu- you just punched me want to wrestle you're abusive you want to wrestle you've been doing this since I was four you say not to tell mom. You've always said not to tell mom. Why do you keep on doing this? Why do you keep on doing this to me? I can't take it anymore. I can't take it. I'm sorry. We'll cut all this out. And then I watched the movie. Okay, the final movie is, is called. It's called. It's called Tight Spot. Okay, this movie is about a woman. About a woman who's a criminal. She's a criminal, and she was the girl. It's like I have track marks. You do. Jeez. You come over every night and you shoot up heroin. I can't take it anymore. Oh can't goodness. take it. I can't take it anymore. Stop doing heroin. I shouldn't be can't take it anymore. Uh, now, wait a minute. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Are you doing heroin? Wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. Would you sit up? Oops. Stop smashing my jar of money. Okay, so... Cleo, five to seven. How did you like it? I watched the movie Tight Spot. Tight Spot was a film about a woman. Uh, she is a convict, and she's a bit of a sassy person. She has sort of a like a, a Brooklyn accent. Um, she has she's a you know she's a prisoner, mm-hmm. um, and she's taken under possession. Uh, she's taken from the county prison. And she's taken to a hotel room because they want to convince her to to uh, testify against her ex boyfriend, who is the leader of a of a big enormous Club? crime ring in in America. Club. And they want her to testify against him. And so what happens is, the man is it, who testify the man him? who is sent to to watch him mm-hmm. over her, which what we watch him over her watch over her is. Yeah sort of like falls in love with her and she gets attracted uh, to him and I, I don't want to spoil it because I think it's interesting you'll never watch it but I don't want to spoil it it's like uh, Munchausen no no uh, what do you call it when you're uh, you kidnap her it's not like that Stockholm it's it's not, not, it's like it Stockholm wasn't like syndrome. that it wasn't like that the 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 guard f- fell in love with the woman and I they know, fell in so love with like each other. Stockholm no, but it wasn't that type of situation. Wait. She was in a nice hotel room. But didn't they live in Sweden though? You said that. No. So it would be Stockholm. I syndrome. said, I said she lived in America. 
Sweden could be in America. You don't know. <laughs> I do. I do. I have an extensive knowledge right. of geographical codes. What did you watch after that, Zach? I didn't even talk about the movie. I just gave it a plot synopsis, for gosh sakes. What did you watch before that? I can't take it anymore. I can't take hey, it anymore. <laughs> This little guy, hot dog, man, he's so cute, doesn't even bark, but instead he shoots. That's not even a hot dog, that's a raptor. Ah! I thought he was in my closet. I like this movie a lot. I give it three and a half stars. I thought it was great. I'm glad to hear that. It was that. really entertaining. The characters were interesting. The story was great. I thought it had an amazing ending. Or if you just did this, boom, and just hit it in my mouth, it could kill me. Can you imagine how much that would hurt? What movie came after that attack? Help. <laughs> this is not a joke. This is a genuine cry for help. I've been trapped here for 14 years, and I can't get out. What movie did you watch after that, Zach? I watched The Farewell. Oh, that's the last one you watched? Did you do that? It scared me. That's a great movie. Did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. I gave it did four you? stars. Really? I'm glad to hear that. I, it was I think that's the most liked one recommended recommendation so far. Is it? Maybe. I think so. Perhaps. It's great, right? It's yeah. sad. It's sad. I the but chicken yeah, eggs. Yeah. I like the end I like the end credits where they reveal that well, spoilers, but the yeah. the grandma you didn't, didn't actually it. you said you were going to but you didn't die in the end. She actually is still alive, I think. Yeah. So that was nice to hear. Good movie. Yeah. I I didn't I didn't full on cry, but I got very emotional. Yeah, it definitely pulls at your heartstrings yeah. a little bit. I and, saw this uh, in theaters. Yeah, nice oh, and about three other nice and meticulously crafted shots and very interesting nice stuff. Very, very bright. Uh, just very lots of colors. just lot. It's not just lots. Of, it's not the main thing about it is like grieving, but it's also it's also has a ton of complex feelings and emotions. And it's characterized very well. It's not like. It's the difference between her culture and her family's culture. There's a lot of there's a lot of like visual imagery that communicates a lot of stuff. Like like you can just see shots of like her, like just her face, and she'll and you can read a lot out of that. So I think that's yeah. something. That's Aquafina gives a definitely phenomenal performance to do. in that in that film. And I just thought it was just really well made. I think uh, yeah, more people should see it. It's a uh, I agree. It's a, it also came out in 2018, so. Just like Parasite, the uh, Best Picture winner, mm -hmm. um, but I don't think as many people saw that movie as Parasite. Definitely not. Um, yeah. So. <sighs> all right. Yeah, I give it four stars. That's all. Awesome, Zach. What's okay. the recommendation? Oh, what is the recommendation? Well, Kevin, I'm glad you asked that question. Uh. <coughs> oh God. <laughs> it's like oh, no. 20 seconds straight just non-stop I'm like look I'm gonna look up you so sorry <laughs> don't know what's happening <laughs> be so silly <sighs> yeah yeah welcome to Regal My address is 463 one? Pine Canyon Road. Did you even look for a movie before this? I mean, you absolutely That's 463 Pine Canyon Road. Please. You just made me... Please, if you can hear this. They're going to cut this out. But if it somehow gets through... They're 
463 Pine Canyon Road. Please. I'm going to recommend Akira Kurosawa's Ikiru. Really? Wow. How long is that one? It's like a, a two hours. It's a bit normal length. I can't wait to watch that. I've been looking forward to it. And you gave me an incentive to. For the pod. For the pod. Do it for the pod. And All right. Cool. I look forward to watching that next week. And talking about it with my friend, Zach. Who's also my brother. Two in one. It's like a shampoo. <laughs> Broke sack. Didn't get any emails this week. Gosh, is it Luke? Every time I count you, just let me down. (laughs) Why don't you wrap this one up, Kevin? I always do it. And with that, please. Oh yes, and then and I'm just gonna talk quietly though. And I am uh, KVNROY or just Kevin Kubrick on um, Letterboxd. Also, my Twitter is Kevin Kubrick. Just in case you wanna follow me there. My Letterboxd account is Zachary Aaron. Uh, Zachary Aaron. Uh, you can also look at Zach Riley. I post a lot of cool reviews. Check out my review. Scooby Zoom thing. That's Scooby Zoom thing. And with that, we like to. <laughs> Again, 463 Pine Canyon Road. Thank you. <laughs> no, sir, sir, no. Thank you, your money. <laughs> no. <laughs> and with that. And with that, we like to. And with that, we'd like to close out our podcast. If you have made it all the way through, we're sorry and thank you for listening. Um, we're just having fun here, and we like movies, and we hope you do too. Be safe out there. Stay safe. Um, and as we always like to say, keep, keep, keep on keeping on. And as we always say, keep your friends close and, and your enemies, enemies closer. closer. Live from New York. Can you believe that in this time?